Welcome to the Trelongo Track. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and this is your weekly peek behind the curtains of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. Today's podcast theme is talking about the why behind your business, which I know you've heard a million times. You could probably barf because you've heard it so many times, but we're going to take a different approach because I really want to pose the question to you. If, are you really acting like the why behind your business is actually your why? So we're going to get into that in a second, but before we do, I have to share this story with you because if you know me, I'm very honest about motherhood and my relationship with the title of motherhood. And I even had a friend of mine say once, I feel like you don't like being a mom. (laughs) She's not wrong. The job of mom is incredibly hard, but I want to make sure that I'm balancing that out with the good things. And the other night I had this, like, this is the moment I've been waiting for. And, you know, we all have different things that we like, that we don't like about motherhood. Um, You know, I think a lot of times we go into motherhood acting like we have to like all the mom things. And that's just not true. I like doing crafts with my kids. I like playing pretend with them. I like playing board games with them. But there's a lot of things I don't like. I don't like being in the pool with them. I really don't like playing outside with them at all, Um, especially in Florida. I hate feeding them, to be honest, because it's just like, it's so hard. But it's different for everybody. So if you don't resonate with what I'm about to tell you, that's so okay. But you might have a different situation. So we had a little bit of time before bed and normally we watch like Mickey's Clubhouse or put on a movie for a half an hour. But lately we've been playing Candyland and the other night we laid it out on the kitchen table and we all sat around the table. Celeste even was like out of her high chair sitting around with us and it was so fun. Of course, there's normal like toddlerness about it all, but I thought, oh my gosh, it finally feels like we're a little family unit. Like we're four people here instead of mom and dad just constantly have to wipe butt and wipe tears and just be frustrated all the time. Now it only lasted about 20 minutes, but it was such a cool moment of feeling like we're about to be in a different season. And for me, that was just really exciting. So I wanted to share that with you so that (laughs) if you come here and listen to me complain about my kids or about motherhood, you also understand that I have these moments too. And I think for me, it's okay for us to not like all the parts of motherhood. And it's okay to do motherhood in a way that's different than our neighbor, our our own mom, our sister, our best friend, because the job of motherhood and the responsibilities and our strengths and weaknesses in motherhood, it's going to look different for every single one of us, just like every single one of us would do 
a traditional, regular, go-to-work job differently. So keep that in mind as you go about your day. And if you had any cool, like, mom moments, I'd love for you to go over to my Instagram at Gianna Trelongo and share them with me. I would love to hear them. So today we're going to talk about the why behind your business and how pretty much 98% of the mompreneurs that I speak with say that the kids are the why behind their business. But my question to you is, are you actually treating your kids like that's true? And that might sting, but I've been there, so that's why I can say it. But we say, my kids are my why, they're the reason I'm doing this, but you're on your phone 24-7. You're crabby because you're taking extra client work that you didn't really want to take anyway, instead of taking care of yourself. You're committing to everything. You're trying to show up everywhere. Even stuff that doesn't actually make sense for your business, you're just doing it anyway because you feel like you should. And so you're showing up in all these different areas of your business kind of in the half-ass version of yourself. So when I talk to other mompreneurs, and this might be true for you too, it's like the two sides of the coin aren't matching up. That was probably a mixed metaphor, but you say your kids are your why, but you're not treating them that way. And I'm not saying this to you so that you feel mom guilt, but I'm saying it to you. I'm bringing it to your attention because I've been there too. That's what was happening to me in fall of 2022. I was making more money than I ever had in my business, but I was so overcommitted. I had so much on my plate. And then we had childcare fall through. My kids started preschool, which if, <laughs> which you know how it is when your kids start school, they basically are sick every other day. And I was overwhelmed to the point where I was cracking, where I was sitting on the floor of the shower several times a week crying because I was at my breaking point and I was a, not a great wife. I was not a great mom. And it's because I I was maxed out. So I'm saying this to you from a place of like, girl, I have been there. I have done that. I have made all the mistakes. And I'm hoping that by sharing some of these things and what I've learned from it, if you're in this place, we can snap you out faster or even prevent you from going down this road at all. So if you've been feeling burnt out, if you've been feeling overwhelmed, and you're overcommitted. Are you even seeing the business success you want? You're not showing up as the mom that you thought you would. You're not having the time freedom you thought you would. And that's frustrating. And that's when you feel like you're on the hamster wheel. And usually it's because you're doing too much. It's because you're over filling your plate It's because you're saying yes to everything. And I don't just mean everything in your business. I mean, you're saying yes to every single opportunity, invitation, volunteer thing. You're trying to keep up with spirit week in your kid's school and spending all this time preparing for that. And you really have to take a step back. You have to go back to basics and really think about why you're doing all of this and are you doing it because you want to are you doing it because you have to 
Or are you doing it because you feel like you should? When we start to let the shoulds control our decision making and control our yeses and control how we go throughout the day, that's when we run into trouble because we're not showing up the way we want to at our core. We're letting all that other noise get into our heads and our brains and control our decisions for us. So when you're feeling all this, when you feel like you're on the hamster wheel, when you know you're not showing up as the mom you want to be, when you're not seeing the business success that you want, or maybe you are, but it's at the expense of like you're getting a new gray hair every single day, it's time to scale back. It's time to slow down. And it's time to really think about what you want your life to feel like. And a really, a really great exercise to do that is to put on like just a feel-good playlist and lay on your floor or sit in your favorite chair at a time when it's quiet. So first thing in the morning when your kids are out of the house, when it's quiet. And try to do this at a time when you're calm too. You know, it's hard to think about these things in the middle of the day when you're getting texts and phone calls and everything else, but in the morning or in the evening. Sit in a quiet place and really think about how you want your days and your weeks to feel. Take it on a really small scale. How do you want to wake up in the morning? How do you want to go to bed at night? How do you want to move throughout the day? You know, for me, when we were talking about putting our kids in in preschool, I was nervous because I was like, man, I want to be able to pull them out if we want to go on vacation or pull them out if we want to go on a Disney day. And Jeff was like, okay, so do it. But at first I didn't, one, because they were sick all the time, but two, because I was overcommitted. And because if you don't schedule in those fun things, if you don't plan for them at least a little bit, they tend to not happen because there's always something to do in our home. There's always something extra that we can be adding into our business. There's always another post that can be made or an email that could be sent out. But there's this meme or post that's been going around and it really resonates. The post says, actually, I want to pull it up because I want to read it to you the right way because when I saw it, I thought, ooh, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. They're, <laughs> they're hitting the nail on the head. Okay, so this is what the post says. It says, PSA, 20 years from now, the only people who remember that you worked late are your kids. And it's like a tweet style. So somebody replied back to that and said, my old boss told me this. I've missed so many birthdays, plays, and events for work, and I can't tell you why. I don't remember what I was working on. I can't tell you why it was important, but I can tell you how my not being there made my kids feel. Don't be like me. And I'm not saying that you're on that level. I'm really not. But I'm saying if you're if you're not giving yourself space to finish up work and then go back into your life and show up as a mom and play with them and hang out with them however you like to do it, you're doing yourself and your kids a disservice. You really, really are. And I'm not always perfect. There are days where it's hard for me to check out of work or I don't have any patience with my kids or honestly, I just don't want to hang out with them. (laughs) But 
I've really made an effort since last fall to truly build this business in a way that fits into my life and really does prioritize the things that I say are my why. And I know that that can feel scary because you love to work and you're ambitious and that fear creeps in that's like, if I'm not on the hamster wheel, if I'm not keeping the momentum, if I'm not working, 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 you know, that that very much like old school mentality, if I'm not working from nine to five every minute that I can get in, I'm missing out. But that's just not true in this day and age. So I know that the fear creeps up, that you are working hard and that you have all these balls in the air and if you take a step back or if you slow down you're going to drop them but this is where you make a choice and you start making small adjustments for yourself and for your kids that allow you to show up in your life the way you actually really want to so that you don't feel salty when summer is over and you didn't spend it the way you want to or the holidays come and go and you didn't do the things that you wanted to do it's absolutely possible and realistic to plan your business around what you want your life to look like you don't have to take calls every day you don't have to open up your calendar completely to your clients you don't have to post every day you don't have to show up in stories every day you get to decide what your business looks like forward-facing. You get to decide what it looks like behind the scenes. But a lot of times, especially in those first couple of years of business, you've allowed yourself to be so in it that you forget to stay, take a step back and do that bird's eye view. So we start by doing this exercise of what do you want your life to look like? How do you want to feel? How do you want to go throughout your week? How do you want to spend your time? And then from there, you can really start to create a plan and look at your business. This is working for me. This isn't working for me. I love this part of my business. I hate this part of my business. You know, for me, last year, I took a lot of one-on-one clients on. And there were so many things about it that I loved. I had great, amazing, amazing clients that listened to me and did the work. And we really had a collaborative you know, working relationship, (laughs) but I took on too many clients. And, you know, what I was doing is I was never going to let my clients down. I was never not going to show up for them, but I didn't have boundaries the way I should have. And by showing up over delivering for my clients, I was under delivering for my kids. And so I had to adjust what my business model looked like. And you can do this on a big scale, but you can also do it on a small scale. You can build your business without mom guilt. I literally have a webinar, Build Your Business Without the Mom Guilt, and I'll link it in the show notes. And it gives you some really good, tangible tools to use day to day to compartmentalize mom life and business life. But you also need to look at that big picture and decide what is and isn't working for you. So 
if you're listening and you resonate with what I'm saying, you're like, oh my gosh, Shannon, you're right. I'm not, my kids are my why, but I'm not treating them like they are. Then do those two exercises. Think about what you want your life to look and feel like, and then take a bird's eye view of your business and decide what stays and what goes or what needs to be adjusted. Those two things, just becoming aware of them, taking some quiet time to really reflect and potentially make changes can be the difference between continuing on this path of being overwhelmed and overworked and burnt out and crabby or making an adjustment now and showing up in your business, still making money, still having momentum, but also showing up in your family life the way that you want to. So like I said, I'll drop that link in the show notes for build your business without the mom guilt and just know that I have been there before. So there is no shame if you're just listening to this like, dang, gee, now I'm feeling all salty. I've been there before. I have clients that I would need to count on both hands and toes that have also been there. So you're not alone. And it's hard when you're ambitious. It's hard to balance all your goals and dreams and ideas and that's okay. But let's course correct and let's make sure that we're really prioritizing the things that matter the most to us and the things that will matter more to us in 20 years than anything that we're doing now. So that's what I got for you today. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Have a good one.